Hello and welcome to Devil's Advocate. There's no doubt that my guest today is the brightest star in the Bollywood firmament. But critics ask, is he really an actor? And others want to know, what are the causes that he feels passionate about? Those are the two big issues that I shall raise today with Shah Rukh Khan. Shah Rukh, let me start with a question that many people ask. Are you an actor or are you a star? Um, I don't know myself. I'm just like the people who are asking. Uh, I have no idea what I do. I have a very simple... Uh, uh, logic for what I do. It's a job. Uh, I go out and I try to entertain as many people as possible. Um, if there's an intelligent person uh, doing an interview, uh, then I try to give the spiel about acting. If there's a flippant uh, journalist, like there are many uh, nowadays, uh, I would tell you I'm a star, I behave like a star. But as far as uh, my work is concerned, I'm immensely dedicated. I think a lot about whatever I say. I've been doing it for 16 Think years. Think about what you say or what you do? What I do, what I say in dialogues, what I uh, uh, enact uh, Can physically. I interrupt and tell you why I asked that question? People say that actors become the characters they play. They talk about people like Dustin Hoffman or Anthony Hopkins. Stars convert the characters they play into themselves. Do you convert each character into Shah Rukh? Yeah. So you're a star? Yeah. So unfortunately, <laughs> no, but uh, uh, see, I, I, I don't like to uh, uh, deride uh, the greatness of uh, Dustin Hoffman or Anthony Hopkins or uh, some other great actors who I think go, are great go actors. Ahead and do it. Yeah, it's, uh, we can. Uh, I'm a star. But uh, I, I truly believe, I mean, if you really do see their films, not lately, even for the last five, ten years, and there's no justification for me being the way I am. Uh, I think there is a whole set of performance uh, that is Dustin Hoffman, that is Anthony Hopkins, and then the character. So in other words, what I'm accusing you of is something that they do themselves as well. In everyone, other words, they everyone. stamp themselves on the road. See, I think it's, a, let, me, let me also tell you, I think this whole thought is a little old, that the actor immerses himself into the character and forgets himself. And let me say it blatantly, and I don't say it, I mean, there would be uh, some really great actors in India who would say, no, 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 this guy's saying it because he can't do it. Uh, I don't think so. I think uh, entertainment has reached a level where you can't disassociate it from the starness of it all. And the star has to be a star and try and act well also. What about the fact that people say when they look at films like Dilwale Dulhaniya or Bazigar, Devdas or Kalho Naho, what they remember is not the personality of the role that Shah Rukh played, but Shah Rukh's personality itself. And in a sense, Shah Rukh dominates the movie to the detriment of the character that he's I didn't to know be. who are these people, who are the guys who know this character better than I do. I mean, I find it very strange that there are people who understand, uh, see, I did Dev Das, I did the book. Does the actor always know the character better than the audience? 100%. 100%. In which case, isn't the actor putting himself before the character? And uh, see, uh, I would, the actor would put himself before the character. I mean, there is no denying it. You can't take away from it. But I should mean, he put himself? In I think so, yes. I think so. I would agree with I, I, I do that. Let me quote to you what the Hindu newspaper said of you. They said, he's allowed himself to be typecast and he's become a victim of his own mannerisms. Shah Rukh's performances have become predictable. Yeah, and I'm sure they're right. Uh, see, it's a viewpoint. And if people think somewhere down the line that my performance is predictable, uh, it must be so. And you can't be so different after 16 years. I mean, I, I've even tried to wear a moustache and be different. But it doesn't work. I mean, I am Shah Rukh Khan and I stay that way always. Let I'm me really throw another sorry. example at you. They say that even Shah Rukh ads, in a sense, are dominated by Shah Rukh. And the example they quote is your ads versus, say, Amir Khan's. In an Amir Khan ad, the storyline is what the audience remembers and takes away. In a Shah Rukh ad, it's Shah Rukh's personality or his antics. Um, I mean, I can't deny that. 
I'm just, uh, I just have a very strong personality, I guess. Or I just don't know how to act. Either of the two things. Or you don't know how to hide your personality. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a good enough actor. In a sense, do you do it deliberately? Is it, in fact, your way of creating a Shah Rukh persona that is so memorable that people never forget it? See, I've not done any of this deliberately. I can, uh, I can say it and sound very nice that, yes, I do it. Uh, I knew that I would create a brand called Shah Rukh Khan, and I'm uh, using that franchise, and this is a calculated move. Uh, I, I, I like to be humble and say I think I just don't know how to hide my personality. I don't think I'm a good enough actor. That's humility, uh, not knowing how to hide your personality? I, yeah, I think uh, as an actor, I can't uh, immerse myself. I'm not good enough to do a character. Let me point out something. Your fans say that his screen image, his screen performance is full of energy and vitality. Your critics say he's humming it and he's overacting. You have to listen to critics. I mean, uh, you know, every Friday when a film releases, I am bothered what they say and I read what they say. But then critics also just say whatever they feel like. They don't know much about it. So acting. you read it and you throw it away and you forget about it? I forget about it. I get up on Friday. I read the uh, reviews or Saturday. Monday morning, I'm Shah Rukh Khan all over again. The interesting thing is, when you say you're Shah Rukh Khan all over again, I remember reading somewhere, they said that behind the larger-than-life screen image, behind the energy and the vitality, actually is a man who's a loner, who's often insecure, and who frequently needs reassurance and reconfirmation of himself. I, I don't know what these people snooping into my house and my mind. <laughs> but see, you know, when you have been doing movies for 16 years and uh, sort of been in everybody's face for a long time, uh, there are a lot of romanticizing about what I could be like. Uh, and I'm like, none of this. Uh, I mean, one can't take it simply as that I get up in the morning and I give a shot. So you're not a loner and you're not insecure? Everybody is uh, a, a part loner. Everybody is a bit insecure about a lot of things. I'm insecure about my family. I want my son to do well. I want my daughter to do well. Uh, this insecurity is from there. Because you said once in an interview that in fact acting is a way of escaping from being Shah Rukh. But it's not working. I mean, I'm Shah Rukh all over again every day, people are saying. So I guess I have to find some other way, uh, maybe PlayStation. Uh, but, you know, uh, everybody's a bit of a loner. I am, uh, in my own time, because I am a public figure. I meet too many people uh, in one day. And there are days when I just feel like sitting in a hotel room and being with myself. So I could be a bit of a loner. Does the world actually know the real Shah Rukh? Or is it just an image that you put on and the image keeps changing depending on the mood you have at that moment? So if I was to take critics, then everybody knows the real Shah Rukh, because that's what I play every time. Uh, but if I was to truly believe myself, what I do, and have been doing for so many years, uh, I think very few people know the real Shah Rukh. So then how would you describe the real Shah Rukh? It would take longer than 22 minutes, but uh, it's, it's a long description. But the fact is that there's nothing special about Shah Rukh, and uh, it is difficult to explain how ordinary I am. Because is that honesty or is that false modesty? And that, is, that is honesty. I mean, you mean you genuinely say that you're a very ordinary person? I am a very ordinary person, yeah. In an extraordinary profession, yes. I'm in, in other words, the profession. acting is an attempt to start and become extraordinary. You're escaping from your ordinariness by becoming an actor. Uh, like a lot of us, I am not happy with just being an ordinary guy, like all of us. Uh, and I do need that 15 minute of fame, and I do need to make a life of what I have. And uh, yes, uh, the job that I do, which is, uh, I'm feeling scared to call it acting now, but the job that I do uh, uh, is a step towards wanting to be extraordinary, yes. Let me ask you a blunt question. Which of the two would you prefer, to be admired and respected or to be popular and liked? Popular and liked. So recognition is very important? Oh yes. Uh, it, it is the most important thing. I would, I love being a star. 
I, I don't even wear dark glasses to hide that fact. How important is it when your car stops at a red light and people outside recognize you without knowing that they actually knew you? Is it important for you that the guy on the road should smile and say hi? Well, I would die if people didn't smile when they saw me on the road. Uh, it's, uh, um, it is the greatest moment of my everyday life that, uh, like say, driving down here, the people who stop me, the security guards, they're checking my car, look at me, and they smile, say, Shah Rukh Khan. I think it's the uh, greatest gift that I have. So when you go abroad, and when you're suddenly in the company of people who don't know Indian films and don't know Shah Rukh and don't know the legend, and they come up to you and they stare at you, and God forbid someone at a hotel should say, excuse me, sir, who are you? What do you do? I think it would happen only in Alaska. Uh, everywhere else they recognize me. I mean, that, it's never happened to me. I mean, there is no one in the world, no city in the world where Shah Rukh can be anonymous and unrecognized. Could be a couple, but I haven't been there yet. So that's but once I go there, I'm sure they'll start recognizing me too. You make a point of it? I'll make a point. I'd make sure the Indian films are recognized. So you are point. today, of course, number one. But one day when you're not, and dare I say it, when you become wrinkled and pot-bellied, would you be able to cope with old age? No, I think... Uh, 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 there's a lot of scope for uh, wrinkled old men. Uh, I'm sure I'd be able to uh, uh, carry on a little longer. And I like to believe I'm an actor. I'm not being liked because of my dimples and non-wrinkles. And uh, hopefully, uh, I will still continue to be Shah Rukh Khan and people will not see through. The critics can keep saying what they say and I still keep working. And until, until I feel like working, I think I'm okay. You have a plan in mind about how you're going to handle wrinkles and pot bellies? Um, I mean, I don't know if you'll be put it, but uh, I can put imami <laughs> handsome cream. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I don't have a plan. I've never had a plan. My plan is to just get up and act and uh, uh, act, yes. Uh, just to wake up in the morning and act. And there will be a day, uh, you, I mean, let's not deny this, there will be a day when there will be more people who don't want to see me on screen. And uh, we'll take it uh, when it comes. It's a sad thought. It's but a scary it's, thought. But it's a day you're hoping is still far off. Very, very far off. See, I came here to work for only five years. It's 15 years. I think I am sort of booked for the next three, four years. So 20 years seems safe. And uh, let's see what happens after that. Shah Rukh, let's take a break at that point. I want to come back after the break and ask you about the issues that you're passionate about, the causes that you're prepared to stand up and identify with. We'll be back in a moment's time. See you after. Welcome back to Devil's Advocate and an interview with Shah Rukh Khan. Shah Rukh, should actors stand up and be identified with the causes that they champion, the issues that they believe in? In fact, should they use their popularity to promote them or should an actor primarily be recognized for his acting talent and his on-screen performance? I think you can't construct it to just an actor. I think uh, just as a person, uh, if, if one feels like and he happens to be an actor, and if he feels for a cause, he should go ahead and do it. Not because he's just an actor and he feels that, look, I should do a cause. I mean, for example, say Angelina Jolie feels for something, I assume personally, and she happens to be an actor, so that cause, uh, that cause gets a little uh, talked about, and she believes in it, so she's doing it. But just because you're an actor, I don't think anyone should get into a cause uh, somebody else tells you, or you see, you know, I don't have any causes to stand up for, let me stand up for one. Do you have causes that you believe in? Are there things that you're passionate about that you'd like to be identified with, that you'd like to nail your colors to? Um, not really. I mean, I don't have uh, uh, big agendas. I have very simple agendas, which are uh, uh, a little Islamic in their thought, uh, where I do believe I should help people. And I like to do it without uh, making it a cause. I mean, uh, some You give a lot to charity, don't you? I do, but I don't like talking about it or, uh, uh, you know, making it, like a lot of people, my friends, uh, one of the people here uh, always tells me one should do photographs and stuff and I meet some people and I'm like anti all that 
and I don't uh, believe in it. And it's, it's, it's a true thing that if I believe in a cause, I should do it silently and not use my persona as an actor to advocate that. You mentioned a moment ago that there are several causes which you described as Islamic, which you believe in, but you don't want to talk about them. Let me put it like this. You are clearly one of the most successful Muslims in the country and undoubtedly perhaps the most popular. Do you feel a certain sense of moral commitment, responsibility for the Muslims in the country? Uh, no, I think the moral commitment or responsibility I have towards the Muslim is just to clarify the fact that uh, Muslims are as secular as anyone else in the world. As a Muslim, I stand for that, I speak for that, and I think uh, I speak for Islam, uh, that I'm very Islamic by nature, and what I believe is uh, the openness of Islam is what actually Islam stands for. Is this Islam not be today, misread. because of 9-11 and because of the association, in many people's eyes, wrongly no doubt, with terrorism, misunderstood? Yes. I think it is uh, misrepresented and misunderstood by many and um, that is one thing because I, I truly believe that I know uh, a lot of Islam and, and, and in a modern sense and I teach that to my children uh, but the best part about it is the openness and the secularity that is attached to it and it's misunderstood and sometimes uh, I think misused to uh, make an easy statement that you know obviously the terrorist must be Islamic I think that's wrong. Let's talk a little about Indian Muslims. Mm. Are they discriminated against? Do they face prejudice despite all the talk of Indian secularism that people are so proud of? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I read an article where they said if we discount Amir Salman and Shah Rukh, uh, then the Muslims are prejudiced against and uh, biased against in India. But I don't think so. I think uh, nowhere, even when I wasn't a movie star, uh, my father or my mother, I felt they were being discriminated or they made me believe uh, there was an issue that, you know, uh, Muslims are treated badly. I think uh, Muslims are as part, part of India as anybody else's. Let me put it like this. There's no doubt that Muslims are amongst the most poor, the least educated, the worst represented of communities in India. Is Indian politics being fair to them? I wouldn't be able to, uh, you know, uh, dole out statistics, but I'm sure uh, as miserable and as poor and as uh, um, uh, wrong, wrongly uh, uh, portrayed Muslims are, I'm, I think there would be enough Hindus also and enough Christians also. And I don't think uh, uh, we should equate the two that just because uh, you are Muslim and you are poor, you are poor because you are Muslim. Uh, I think there is poverty in the country and you will find people of enough religion being poor too. Uh, and I think uh, uh, politically, see politics is a, is, is a broad band and there are a lot of issues in it. Uh, this could be one of the issues which is not working right, uh, like so many other issues also. Uh, so we can't just say the politician has been good to them or not, but I think the country has been very, very fair to uh, Islamic people. Explain something to me. Why is it that Muslims have been so successful in the film world? They've achieved enormous success at all sorts of levels, not just as actors, but as directors, as scriptwriters, as singers, as musicians. But they haven't made the same impact elsewhere. Uh, I don't I know. I mean, uh, that's really not true. Is, isn't our president Muslim? Am I right? Yes, but the manner in which, in fact, Muslims have made an impact. You see, I mean, I think we, we, we sort of... Uh, uh, we, we like to think like that and be patronizing. I don't think uh, it's not only films. You will see um, all over the world, uh, even in business, uh, you can take five, six names uh, who would have done very well Muslims. Um, in politics, people would have done well. In films, it just seems, stands out a little more. Uh, but I think that's because of a little bit of culture of Urdu and uh, poems and how they've been brought up. I think that helps a little. It helps me a lot in terms of language and... Uh, Today, for instance, there are many people who say that perhaps what Muslims need is their own political party. For instance, the Shahi Imam has announced that he's going to create a Muslim front to contest the UP elections. Earlier in Assam, 
Badruddin Ajmal. Can I be honest? In this Muslim country, the last thing we need is another political party. I mean, Muslim, Chinese, French, English, Marathi, whatever. We don't need another uh, another uh, sectarian political party that creates another sect. I don't think we need a. So Muslim you think, in fact, Muslims need to become more and more part of the mainstream rather than try and find separate Muslim or Islamic avenues? We are success. part of the mainstream. I will. Uh, whether people agree or not, I truly believe we are part of mainstream. If we keep on harping on about the fact that we need to form another sect, another party, we are actually uh, disassociating ourselves from the mainstream of India. So you completely disagree with the sort of approach the Shahi Imam is adopting, that we need a Muslim party to represent Muslim viewpoints? I completely disagree uh, that we need more political parties. Uh, Mr. Imam, I'm sure he has a, a very clear-cut idea, his ideology, his set of thoughts, and he must be right. He's an intelligent person, and he's, uh, yes, uh, the Islamic leader in a certain sense. So what he says must be completely true. But as far as I'm concerned, as just a normal Indian, I believe we don't need more political parties. We need less of them. Another issue that I want to bounce off you is this whole question of smoking and the depiction of smoking on films. As you know, this government has become very concerned about the way smoking scenes are shown, about the sort of cautions and captions that should go with it, whether there is, whether it helps the film or whether it doesn't. And there's a lot of concern in Bollywood in particular that this amounts to censorship. It amounts to invading the artistic sphere of filmmaking. What's your view on this? See, I won't belittle it by saying that smoking is artistic in cinema, and that's why we are uh, having this problem. But the whole larger issue is that today smoking, tomorrow what? And, 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 and where does it uh, go ahead with this? An art form should be left alone. And I think, truly believe, that the Indian masses are literate enough to know that there's no more Humphrey Bogart kind of smoking no more, that you will start smoking because an actor does. And it's a very, very small health issue. I think the, the, uh, the powers that be should look at, look at bigger health issues than smoking in films. Another issue that, in fact, the health minister has specifically raised, and in raising it, in fact, he took your name amongst others, is that people like you should not identify with and advertise soft drinks. He says soft drinks are bad. Children see you and start drinking it themselves. And he appealed to you not to advertise. I would, I would appeal to any uh, um, authority like that, ban it. Don't let it sell in our country. Stop. If you think it's bad for children, if it's bad, smoking is bad, don't let production of cigarettes go on in this country. If you think cold drinks are bad, do not let them. If it's poisoning our people, do not let it be made. In and the corollary is that if you're not banning it, then don't appeal to me not to advertise it. See, my logic is you are not stopping it because it gives you a revenue. Uh, let's be honest about it. You're not stopping certain products if you think they're harmful, but they're revenue to the government. Don't stop my revenue. I'm an actor. I'm supposed to do a job and get revenue from it. Do you think? And very clearly, I mean, if you think something is wrong, stop it. There's no problem. Just stop it. Stop making it. Do adults have the right to take a wrong decision? For instance, in terms of smoking or drinking soft drinks? It may be bad for you, but you've got a right to choose to do it. Do you believe that? Yeah, well, see, I, I drink uh, soft smoke? drinks and I smoke. Uh, so I can't be hypocritical and say, uh, and I, I don't think I'm doing right, maybe, smoking part at least. Uh, but I'm trying to reduce smoking, if, if that is any good thing about being... But you believe you have the right to do the wrong thing as long as it doesn't affect anyone else? Uh, personally, yes. Personally, yes, 100%. I mean, I don't think anybody has the right to tell me what to do. Roughly two years ago, shortly after this government came into being, you were quoted by the Times of India saying that Sonia Gandhi is your idol. Do you believe that or was that a misquote? No, 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 that's not a misquote. I think she's a wonderful, wonderful lady. And I say it quite apolitically. Um, uh, because can you see, say believe... such a thing apolitically? Uh, I can say it. It may not be taken apolitically. Yeah, I Isn't mean, that the uh, danger? Um, 
see, I, I, my job is vulnerable and dangerous. I'm an actor. I mean, you can misquote me and misrepresent me as you want, and I'm okay. Uh, but I would still stand by it. I think uh, she, you she's, said it she's quite weeks nice after her government was formed. Did you say it because she'd got into a position of power? No, because uh, before she got into power, nobody asked me. Uh, nobody really. But she was she an was idol of yours. For I ten think. Years I think she's, that? there's an image of hers which I would repeat again and again on a bus. I think in one of the election rallies with the children, which is a very very strong emotion to me because I'm attached to the figure of mother, and I I see it like a film guy. And I, uh, that's why it's a little apolitical. I think uh, she's a strong lady and uh, someone that you can admire a lot. And life. the fact that many people who are BJP supporters or communist supporters might misunderstand you, does that worry you? No, they don't misunderstand me because whenever I've met leaders uh, who I have respect for all of them, including Mr. Bajpai or Mr. Advani, uh, etc., I've met a lot of them and they've always been very kind. They do understand the fact that what I say is, is a quite a personal take and I still go and meet them uh, uh, I mean I've had association with them and they've been very kind to me so I meet them and I'm uh, and I'm quite apolitical I meet them for the people they are Shah Rukh Khan a pleasure talking to you on Devil's Advocate thank you